It is uh, late October, early November, 2022. Uh, yeah, I have no idea when I'll actually get around to releasing this. Uh, this is a very busy week uh, for me. So I'm just trying to squeeze in as many off-recorded... Uh, off-recorded? I don't even know what that means. Trying to squeeze in as many... Hmm. There's something I wanted to use. I don't know. Anyways, squeeze in as many segments as I can, and I'll kind of squish it all together and put it out. Could be Tuesday. Could be Wednesday. Could be Friday. Could be fucking Saturday. I don't know. And no one cares anyway. So sit back and relax for another equivalent of Dave Talks to the Wall. That will absolutely be the name of this nonsense at some point soon, I'm sure. I wish I'd thought of that two and a half years ago. Dave Talks to the Wall. It's a great podcast name. Blew it again. Anyway, listen. I neglected to mention last week that one of my personal heroes, Guy Fieri, uh, liked one of my tweets. And uh, I, I just about lost my shit over it. Yes, I'm absolutely certain. Not absolutely, just almost certain. It's probably not Guy Fieri sitting there on his phone pressing the hearts on Twitter. But it was still cool as fuck to see Guy Fieri likes your tweet. And I'm happy about it. But, you know, what can you do? Don't fucking bring me down, okay? Don't bring me down. Yeah, I was about to sing there. I'm glad I didn't. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit more about Twitter as well as Big Oil, Abortion, Sedans, and Nick Cannon. I can hear the collective sighs. <laughs> uh, I've also got a great voicemail that I found both uh, amazing and a tad heartbreaking at the same time. And look, sure, I know people come here for no laughs and an idiot host, but sun shines on a dog's ass every once in a while and you end up with some great content. So, uh, yeah. And Halloween parties. I'm going to talk about Halloween parties. Because um, it's topical. But what can you do, right? What? Anyways, that's all right here, right now, on episode number 141 of Complaints and Observations. Still the most less-than-average podcast on the internet. With a host who's the smartest person in the room when he's the only one there. Continuing odyssey into mediocrity, guaranteed to make you question your life choices and your own sanity. This is Complaints and Observations with Dave LaPointe. Who the hell is Dave LaPointe? I think he's a bum. I think he's an absolute bum. All right, what's up? How are you? How's it going? Um, yeah, this is <clears throat> uh, entirely thrown together. And unfortunately, I'm kind of dealing with some uh, lingering cough, cold, and flu. No, no flu. 
uh, effects. I sound like shit, but I sound like shit most days, so it, it, you know it's fine. It's just I'm full of caca right now, so it uh, sounds even worse. Um, bunch of shit, bunch of shit that I wanted to talk about, uh, none of which uh, I know much about. Um, but you know, as I've mentioned a thousand times, it is my God-given right as a white suburbanite in my mid forties. To have a podcast talking about shit I don't know anything about. So, here we are. The next few weeks, uh, the show will not be very regular, uh, if at all. I'm not sure yet, not, uh, not sure how this is going to progress. But, I will be away. Uh, as, you know, I mentioned that I took a new job. And the new job is uh, in travel and selling travel. And as part of that, uh, the company will be sending me on a familiarization trip. And I will be jetted off to New Zealand to spend uh, about 26 days um, going around the country and partaking in a lot of the activities that the company provides and staying at a lot of the places or seeing a lot of the places that the company recommends. And I am very much excited. I'm excited in that it's, it's a job that I can get excited about. So that's part of it. And the other part is, you know, obviously, I get to go to New Zealand, which is awesome. However, I am steadfast and, you know, looking at this is strictly work. Like, I'm, I'm well aware of the amount of time I'm going to be spending working. So I'm trying to keep that mindset where it's, this is not at all a vacation. There's going to be, you know, it's, it's not like it's going to be uh, boring. It's going to be a blast. It's going to be fun. But it's still... It's still work, and I have to kind of I have to keep that mindset because I don't want it to derail from you know the reason that I'm being there. That I'm I shouldn't say that. I don't want it to de- derail the reason that the company is sending me there. You know? Do you know? Do you know what I'm saying? Fuck. God, I hate talking. <clears throat> but I'm uh, I'm gonna hopefully get in a handful of um, you know one-off um, you know not on episodes and. Try to share a little bit of knowledge about the country, and I'm sure there'll be some fun stuff that I do. Uh, feel free to to venture over to the Instagram page at Complaints Pod. Um, I don't think I'll be tweeting as much, um, but feel free to check out over there. Uh, Facebook, I mean, eh, whatever. The YouTube stuff, I don't know. Maybe I'll take this opportunity to do a little bit of YouTube stuff, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it plays. Right. The downside is I have to do the show on my phone, which I shouldn't even say downside because it probably sounds better than this fucking piece of shit microphone. <laughs> $20 from Amazon. You too can be a podcaster with the Tonor. <laughs> tonor. Tonor microphone. $20. Yep, very serious work. <clears throat> But I mentioned Twitter, and boy, is Twitter a Twitter's a hot spot right now because everyone's 
uh, dear sort of phony fake uh, billionaire extra fuck everybody's probably fake billionaire extraordinaire Elon Musk swooped in with his bag of 44 billion dollars that no one's really sure uh, where it came from <coughs> the Saudis <coughs> oh, there's that cough again uh and it's it's look it is really set off a bunch of touchy libs put them all on edge and making the entirely predictable reaction of that's it I'm leaving as if Twitter wasn't uh you know previously owned by the most chast and religious bunch before Elon sauntered in carrying a sink literally carried a sink like the guy tries to be funny occasionally he's kind of funny uh the let that sink in business was that was fucking funny I don't care who you are that shit was funny but the reaction was it's entirely predictable and it's stupid it serves no point right if you're just like a regular person and you're like oh i'm not gonna be on twitter and then you tweet about it what are you accomplishing there what are you doing just don't use the platform that is your right don't use it in fact you'd probably be better off sticking around and watching this thing sink because it's going to this guy overpaid for this thing and now he has to figure out how to make money with it. It's impossible. The vast, vast, vast majority of users on that platform is not going to give you a dime, sir. So it's either going to be like all ads all the time and no content. Or he's going to shut it down. One of the two. And I don't even think he's that. I, I think. I don't even know how to put it. I really don't think he's like this evil mastermind. I really don't. Like, I mean, I think he, some of his beliefs are a little wonky. I think he just really wants people to like him more than anything else. And somehow he believes that paying $44 billion for Twitter is a good way to do it. I just, I just don't see how that's accurate by any stretch. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the guy's thinking. It just seems like a... Like, of all the things you could do with $44 billion, you want to buy Twitter. Like, I, I mean, I've said it a thousand times. The place is a fucking cesspool. And you're going to just... It's the equivalent of opening up one of the fucking sewer hatches and just dumping money down there. I don't really know what a sewer hatch is, but whatever. You get my point. Taking the cap off of your <laughs> your septic tank. <laughs> sewer hatch. Great band name. That's a punk band. Sewer hatch. That's fucking funny, you dummy. <clears throat> but what's the difference? What's the difference between owning Twitter and taking the cap off your septic tank and just pouring $44 billion in there? 
I mean, sure, you can try to recoup it once you've done it, but it's going to be so much fucking work. It's just so, it it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, and he's like, oh, they're going to charge people 20 bucks a month uh, to stay verified? What? Hey, what? What good is that? How many people are going to pay you for that? There's going to be, you know who will? Adam Schefter. Darren Ravel. Darren Ravel will be the very last person on Twitter tweeting about uh, baseball cards or some fucking stupid shit. It's just, you know, I don't think he came into this thing with a very solid business plan. Like, he's treating the employees like shit from what I've read. He just, I don't know. He doesn't seem to have a business mind, right? He's hes not a stupid person by any stretch of the imagination. He's really not. It's just common sense. As with most of these rich people, common sense does not exist. Look at Zuckerberg. That motherfucker's company is losing money hand over fist. And quite frankly, I'm here for it. Zero social skills on this young man. Like, what are you doing? Oh, I love, my wife loves this particular UFC fighter. So you're going to buy all the seats. What? No, man. That's not how this works. You show up. Just fucking be a normal person. People might like you more. People might give a shit about your platform more if you were just like a normal person. That's probably not the case, but still. I just... uh I'm just baffled by the whole thing. And a lot of stuff has left me baffled recently. This whole fucking Kanye West is still talking. Kyrie is still doing shit. Like Everybody's fucking anti-Semitic all of a sudden. You know, it's like all the emboldened anti-Semites are coming out of the woodwork. Too many, too many signs. Kanye's right about the Jews. Is he? Kanye is not right about whatever fucking time he says it is most of the time. I don't even know where that came from or how that makes any sense, but he's not right by any stretch. I just, I don't know. The Kyrie thing is almost almost predictable, though, right? Because Kyrie can't be the first person to do something. Kyrie loves to... He he's he's sort of like a I don't know what would you what would you call like the like the second or or twelfth person to say or do something I don't know I'm sure there's a word for it but he's not a trendsetter by any way he's a follower for sure and the fact that he thinks he's being smart it's just oh I, you know I'm just putting I'm just putting information out there that's all I'm just sharing something that I saw. I just want people to understand. Like, dude, you don't want you want people talking about you. You and fucking Kanye are the same goddamn person. Like, just stop. All you want is for people to talk about you. You don't there's no substance to anything either one of these per- people has to say. I mean, there's substance in the in the minds in the in the uh of, of people that are, you know, terrible people. 
But it's all it's all just for show. They just want the attention. That's it. And once people stop giving them attention, they'll stop being relevant. But, you know, as I've mentioned here a handful of times, it's nearly impossible for Americans to not pay attention to the willfully ignorant. It's like a fucking drug. Just stop. (laughs) It's, It's not necessary. By any fucking stretch of the imagination. Just stop. All right, what's going on? Listen, uh, huge, huge break between <laughs> segments here. Uh, recorded, recorded that last segment on Monday. It is now Friday morning. <laughs> Just haven't had time. Just haven't had time this week. It's been brutal. Uh, it's been fine, but it's been just busy. Sniffle, sniffle, sniffle. Listen, so since my last uh, segment that I recorded, uh, Con- not Kanye, uh, Kyrie, why is it that both these guys have weird K first names? Why can't they just both be Kevin? I think that's a stupid name. Anyways, uh, Kyrie comes out. Like, oh, yeah, me and the Nets, we're going to donate a half million dollars to the Anti-Defamation League. But then when he talks about it, runs in circles and never just basically says, hey, I'm sorry, I fucked up. And then uh, Thursday night here, uh, the Nets are like, yeah, you know what? We're going to suspend you for five games because you're a fucking dolt. I'm sure there's more to it than that, but. And so what does Kyrie do? After that, oh, I, I'm sorry for for all the issues I've caused and uh, the the bullshit that I've stirred up for the last week. Here's my <clears throat> here's my take on this thing. Okay, one, he's not a very smart person. He loves to think that he's that he's smart, and I've talked about this before. And I'm sort of I'm I'm going against my own better judgment by talking about him again, because as I, as you heard me mention in the previous segment that America loves uh, stupid people. And here I am talking about stupid people. I don't really think he's that stupid. He's not, he's not a stupid person. He's just, he's gullible as fuck is what he is. And I think, you know, he hears things and sees things um and and wants to be I think of the best way to put it and wants to be he wants to be smarter than he really is but he's he's not the other issue is I I really I don't think I don't really think there are a ton of people in that league uh that were willing to to get in front and say that he was wrong especially current players, because I got a feeling a lot of them feel the same exact way. And I think it's for the same exact reason. They're just not that smart. I learned this morning that there is one Jewish player in the NBA, one, and I don't even know who the fuck this dude is. Never heard. I don't even tell me that, you know, say his name because I don't know. But there's only one. Didn't hear fucking, 
didn't hear a peep from this dude. You would have thought that he would jump up and say, what the fuck? But my guess is he would feel alienated in his own club, that there are probably people on his own team that feel the same exact way as Kyrie, and he just didn't want to step on any toes. That could entirely... And if he's like young enough, let's say he's like 23, 24, rookie, second-year player, just trying to make his way in the league. Uh, you know, then he he says something. Next thing you know, he's out of the league. One against however many fucking players in the NBA. Tough spot. But, I mean, as everyone kind of figured Kyrie would back down at some point, and he did, which isn't entirely shocking to me. You know, you're going to say you're smart, and you're going to say, you know, you, you you have your beliefs and this, that, and the other. But, you know, when somebody challenges you and says, oh, we're going to suspend you, then you back down. Same, It's the same as this fucking COVID thing that he pulled last year, or the year prior, whenever that was. But, you know, Kyrie loves to be, Kyrie loves himself some Kyrie. And I got to stop talking. So, anyways, enough of that, dude. Um, Let's move on to a more serious topic. (laughs) Uh, The election is next week, or the midterm elections, I should say, is next week. Um, If you're like me, Anytime you hear uh, the announcement, the following is a paid political message, you turn off the radio. Doesn't matter who it's from, enough. The thing that's that's killing me with this midterm is that the Republicans have paid just ungodly sums of money through a variety of political action committees to... To run ads that are just like, I mean, they are ludicrous ads. Even if there's like a kernel of truth in them, they they take that kernel of truth and they, they expand it and blow it up to the point where it's pure, it's 99.9% bullshit with that 0.1% of truth sprinkled in there somewhere that you can't really find. I have to say, I'm I'm thrilled. I'm not going to be around for a month and have to listen to that. I got to you know do my best to kind of stay off Twitter and which <laughs> since Monday Twitter's gotten even worse than I kind of expected to. It's sort of funny at this point the number of proclamations that I see on a daily basis of people. I'm leaving Twitter. Shut up. Shut the fuck up, you whiny prick. Nobody fucking cares. God. Anyways, the thing that kills me is like the abortion thing, right? You have you have the right saying, you know, uh, abortion is, is killing babies, this, that, and the other. And then, and then you have some portion of the right saying that abortion should be, um, you know, not, not a choice, but it has to, like Dr. Oz, for example, that fucking troglodyte. I swear to Christ, if he wins, you got the two dumbest people you could possibly have running for Senate right now. Herschel Walker, Dr. Oz. Neither one of those people should be running a fucking McDonald's. 
And I don't think they could, to be honest, because I don't think they're qualified. They're not qualified to serve in the fucking, uh, the legislature of this country. But I digress. No one has ever said that if a woman sprains her ankle, right, that she has to consult with her uh, political leaders. Why is it that only this particular segment of women's health is the one that is uh, so, you know, revered by Republican uh, nominees and, and, and officials? I mean, it's kind of a it's kind of a dumb thing to say. <laughs> I'll admit. But I mean, women's health is women's health, and you know, pregnancies and abortions that sort of ties into the same thing. What's the difference? What's the difference between a woman spraining an ankle and a woman who is pregnant that has to have uh, an abortion because there's an issue with the pregnancy and she could die? or the pregnancy was not planned uh, or consented upon, or the girl's 12, or she just fucking doesn't want it. I don't understand. I don't see how it should be looked at any differently. Oh, but Dave, one is a baby, one is an ankle. They're all, it's it's all in the same body. What's the difference? The difference is it makes people mad and it makes people afraid. And that's all the Republicans care about is making people so afraid that they have to vote for them because they fool stupid people into thinking somehow they're going to be protected by a Republican government. On the flip side, the Democrats are dumb. So it leaves, you know, the vast majority of people in this country scratching their head and saying, what the fuck is going on here? Hooray politics. No, not really. <clears throat> the other day I tweeted out um, from at complaints pod. A story in the New York Times about food companies still raising their prices, even though uh, their own inflation-driven costs have been covered. And I saw that from uh, an article by the New York Times who cited PepsiCo. And I've talked about PepsiCo in the past and how they suck. And I don't think the article really said too much. But Pepsi, you know, raised their prices, what was it, 17%. Year over year, and their in the increase in their quarterly profit in the third quarter of this year was twenty one and a half percent. Twenty one and a half year over year, inflation is eight percent. So as I said, then the whole thing is a fucking scam. It's all a scam. And so it was reported this week that the. World's seven largest oil companies collectively will likely report earnings of more than $170 billion through the third quarter of this year. $170 billion, with a B. At least all seven 
all seven at least doubled their revenue versus the same period uh, year over year last year, 2021 to 2022. So as a dumb person, I'm supposed to just believe that this is all basic supply and demand. Is that what I'm supposed to believe? Am I supposed to believe that, you know, I should, let me back up. These seven companies who have the world by the balls, every country on earth relies on at least one of these charlatans for fuel, for oil, etc. It's just oil, not fuel. Although some of them are one and the same, so. And you're going to tell me that they're simply making more money because you and I drive to work. Or we've gone, uh, you know, oh, there's more people driving to work now. Offices are open. The number of people driving to work is, you know, has increased. Has it increased to the point where these seven companies are going to make $170 billion? No, stop. Shut the fuck up. What this is, and I'm confident in this, and this is this is the most conspiracy theory-ish shit I will probably ever utter. And I don't particularly care for it, but this is a coordinated scam by these seven companies to recoup earnings that they lost during COVID, while at the same time increasing their stronghold over the planet. So they're killing the planet, first and foremost. But nobody gives a fuck about that anymore. And they're making money hand over fist. Also, whether or not it's intended, they're also causing a worldwide economic crisis. Inflation? Yeah, no shit. These crooks have created a bullshit price and, and has caused every other market to keep up. Hence this inflation that you hear every bullshit Republican ad yelling about in the last two months. Make no mistake, though, this is a both sides issue because the Democrats aren't doing nearly enough other than yapping about it. Like, this is gross price gouging to the highest degree. But there are zero consequences for literally anything anymore. If this planet makes it to 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 2100, to the year 2100, I'll be shocked. Shocked. Oh, but what about Russia's invasion of Ukraine, Dave? Yeah, yeah, the Russians... They tried to take Ukraine, fucked it up. But even they're still going to make a shitload of money supplying oil around the world. About $17 billion per month, which is, according to things that I've read, some of its lowest revenue ever. But it's still $17 billion with a B. It's amazing to me that as dumb as I am, I can at least see a little bit of what's going on here. A little bit. And look, I 
I am not nearly smart enough to suss this out completely. I'm not. Nor will I ever be, nor will I ever claim to be. But it really shouldn't be that difficult when you read some of the shit. Like, you know, Shell has just announced uh, their revenue through the third quarter is $30 billion. $30 billion, which is more than double what they brought in last year from January to September of 2021. Exxon, 42.7. No, that's their forecast. Sorry, I'm wrong. But that shell number is accurate, $30 billion. To me, by the end of the year, it's going to be even more ridiculous than it is right now. Yet all the blame is is passed around in this country amongst two groups that have zero interest in fixing any sort of these problems for the general populace. As long as their bellies are fat, the rest can be left to starve. All right, let's take a minute to talk about something I know even less about. Pro sports. And it is time for Week 8's Hashtag Dumb Teams. Hashtag dumb teams this week. Well, last week now, because last night started week nine. <laughs> oh, this show is fucking terrible. Um, the Carolina Panthers, again, join us, joining us again on the list of hashtag dumb teams. Last week, uh, Philip, don't call me PJ Walker, balls out. Throws a fucking bomb to DJ Moore. To uh to to tie the game against uh, whoever the fuck they played, I think it was Atlanta. Yeah, it was Atlanta. I mean, unbelievable fucking play, unbelievable play, unbelievable throw, unbelievable catch. The kind of thing that you'd see as a team and be like, "Wow, maybe we don't suck so bad." Well, then DJ Moore takes his fucking helmet off when he knows full well when you take your helmet off, it's unsportsmanlike. Why? Who the fuck knows? But it's still a 15-yard penalty. And so they tack that onto the extra point, which is already at the which is already a 33-yarder to begin with, and now it's a 48-yard extra point. So what happens? The kicker misses the extra point. It's tied. Goes to overtime. Well, Carolina, here we go. They get the ball again, go for a field goal, miss. Atlanta gets the ball, drives down the field a little bit. Game-winning field goal, ciao. It's no surprise that Carolina is dumb. But, uh, I mean, they shouldn't be as as bad as they probably are going to be by the end of the season. There is a shred of talent on that team. And this fucking PJ Walker, that kid is, he is something else. <laughs> XFL legend, PJ Walker. And he'll always be PJ Walker to me. You aren't going to be Phil. I said something to Jen last night. It's like, why do, why do players in the league suddenly change their name like halfway through their fucking career? For what? 
Well, that's what I want to be called. I don't give a fuck. The 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 kicker for the Texans, uh, Kai Fairbairn. Apparently, no longer goes by Kai. He goes by his full name. Don't ask me to pronounce it because I can't. You know who else can't? Al Michaels. Like, what are you? What are you doing, Kai? Enough. Like, if you want to go by that, whatever. But think about uh, I. I shouldn't even say think about the announcers because that sounds stupid. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Maybe you don't know what I mean, but that's not the point. Um, and then the Bengals, team number two, fucking Cincinnati Bengals. Everybody was on their fucking jock. Previous week. Previous couple weeks, actually. Because the offense was, was balling out. They started to improve a little bit. It's their fucking record. I don't even fucking know. It's their fucking record. Four and four. They're four and four, but they were four and three last week when they took on uh, the the mighty uh, Cleveland Browns. And they got fucking waxed. They got waxed. Couldn't run the ball. It's funny, like they lose, uh, they lose fucking Chase, and suddenly Joe Burrow is like, oh, "Who do I throw the ball to?" <laughs> Even though he's got two other receivers that are very good, and, and a running back that can catch the football. Very odd. I'm not, I'm not scared of Cincinnati at all. They don't frighten me. They should, but they don't. should, but they don't. You know who else stinks? Vegas. Vegas is not good. Myself and numerous other people thought they'd be okay. They're not okay. They stink. So, they're on the dumb teams list just because they hired Josh McDaniels. Who, uh, you know, as any attentive listener to this program knows, I am not a fan of. Could be a could be a wonderful human, horrible coach. Um, yeah. So that's that. I didn't really do much for for dumb teams this week, and I, I feel bad. Uh, but most teams are going to get a reprieve for the next few weeks because, as I mentioned, I'm going to be away. Uh, I don't know what NFL coverage is like in New Zealand. <laughs> I'm guessing it's not that great. I could be dead wrong. And, and quite frankly, I, I hope I am because it'd be kind of cool to to watch uh, watch a game on the other side of the planet and see what it's like. It'd be kind of neat. But, uh, yeah. All right. I have uh, a couple of voicemails that I need to share. So sit back. And drink in some complaints from uh, from our dear friend Heather. Hey Dave, it's Heather again. Um, I'm actually really, really rattled today. Um, well, it started this weekend, but it's been an ongoing battle. So, 
I don't know if I've ever told you, but I'm a physical therapist, and I've been doing uh, public service loan forgiveness, which most people would be like, oh, you shouldn't have taken out all that loan, and maybe you should just pay it back. But honestly, like, the government's never getting $200,000 back, and for God's sake, they should not be charging 200k via PT, but that's okay. So anyways, I they have this new thing, and they're like, oh, you got to, like, consolidate everything by October 31st, right, or whatever. And it was super confusing when you get online. You don't know how to do it. There's no instructions that really make sense for, like, the case that you have. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to call. So I go to call, and it brings me through one of those, like, robot automatic things, which is fine. And so it goes, press 1 if this applies to you. Press 2. They go all the way up to 9. So the only digit left is zero. So I, like, thought I'd beat – and none of them applied to me at that point. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to beat the system. I'm going to press zero, thinking I'll get an operator. No operator. So then I'm yelling, operator, still no operator. I'm like, usually that's, like, the trick of the system. So they got rid of that. So then I was like, okay, let me listen to the options again, which take 10 minutes to go through because they have nine options. And then they go through again, and I was like, okay, I'm going to pick the one that's closest, like, is the most closely identifiable to me. So I pick one, and then I get on there. There's another nine fucking options. So then they're going through them, and they still don't apply to me. So then I'm yelling, other, other, and, like, still nothing. So finally they were like, there was one thing that was like, oh, if you have a certain loan provider, this is through, like, the studentaid.gov site. And they were like, if you have a student loan provider, press this number, and we can get you through them. And I was like, you know what? Maybe they'll be more helpful here. So they do. They put me on with, like, Mohella, which is, like, the public service, like, who runs it all. And um, they put me through to them. They do the same fucking thing. And so they're going through all these options and, like, FAQs and stuff, which I get. Like, they don't have enough people for probably the amount of calls that they have. But you need someone on the other line. And I listen. I press one through eight through them to, like, figure out, like, maybe I'm pressing the wrong thing. Like, maybe this more identifies me and I didn't know. I'm on the phone now for an hour and 15 minutes talking to robots, and I still have not gotten through to anybody. And I didn't know what else to do. I felt like I listened to all options. There was no one there. So eventually I just had to hang up. And so now, like, I don't know. Am I fucked? Because I don't know what I'm doing. But I'm just going to choose now online to consolidate some loans that I don't know if it's a good idea. But, and I don't know if it'll fuck me later. But no one's telling me otherwise. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I am so annoyed. So I think, Honestly, we have to just get rid of these robots on the phone. Like, you should always have at least the operator option. Like, that is just – David, Tyler again. Now I'm even more rattled because my message was too long that your Google Voice was just like, okay, goodbye, and just hung up in the middle of my rambling. So uh, my second complaint is that you should have an unlimited time on voicemails. I have a lot to say about this little, little robot government situation. So, anyways, I feel a little insulted now, so I'm going to hang up this time before it turns me off. All right, bye, Dave. I'm going to begin with the irony that, that a, a robot hung on her <laughs> as, she's, uh, as she's getting clearly flustered talking about this situation. Uh, I have tried to adjust the amount of time that can be used for these stupid voicemails <laughs> and Google is like, who in their right mind needs more than three minutes for a voicemail? Well, exhibit a Heather needs at least three and a half minutes to express how fucking annoying this entire thing is. 
Uh, my sincerest apologies, because you were rolling. And as always, I appreciate the phone call. Thank you. The the loan forgiveness thing, right? It's just another in a in a very long line of government plans that are well intentioned, but are just not planned with any sort of actual plan. So you have someone like Heather who needed to get this in before the end of the month. Now, as a physical therapist, which no, I, I was not aware that you were a physical therapist. Um, that is far too professional of a, of a job to be listening to this program. So that's on you. So she's far too busy because, you know, she works. So she has to she has to try to do this when she can. $200,000 worth of student loans. Ouch. Ouch. That stinks. And it's, a, again, college. Another scam. But that's for another, another day. So she spent 75 minutes on the phone, and she mentioned she never talked to a single person, never got through to whatever it is that she was looking to do that applied to her. And the problem that I, that I have with this which I'm guessing is the same that she has, is that what's the point of doing this if people like Heather can't actually, you know, get to the right place? There needs to be a bit more guidance here. And I think I think the government errs in thinking that people are going to, you know, have the time to invest in doing this. And I'm, I'm sure some people do. I'm sure some people sat and said, okay, I'm going to take a whole day off of work and just try to plow through this. Maybe. Most people are probably like Heather, and they just can't fucking do that. But, I mean, fuck, it, it just... It makes me wonder if they do that intentionally to get a number of people in the same position as her, where they just say, fuck it. You know? They just say, fuck it. Don't even bother, and then continue paying their loans in perpetuity like she's going to be doing. That shit's going to get passed down. Don't have kids because they're going to inherit that debt. <laughs> but you just, you know, again, the whole thing was was met with um, with with positivity, but obviously Heather is in a different place where it's. It's a different program. So they're different. It's not like, you know, me. I just went on the fucking website and put in my name and social security number. Okay, you're all set. And then a federal judge uh, says, no, 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 no. We, we don't want regular people getting loan forgiveness. That's bullshit. All right, thanks. Appreciate that. Appreciate you. Clearly, these robots have figured out the operator scam doesn't work anymore the zero the zero plot scheme you push zero at the beginning of these things and hope that it gets you where you need to go they figured it out took a while but they figured it out but you set up a system where you're going to forgive i don't know how much you you know what percentage or, or whatever 
you would think that there would be a person on the other end of the line. And it makes me wonder, right? What if one of those things did apply to her? She pushes the button and it gives her like another phone number to call because that's exactly what I'm thinking it is. Gives you another phone number to call or an email address or something. So if, and she said she pushed all the fucking buttons and she never talked to a single person. And it's not like you can just get in the car and go to the office or, or go, you know, because my guess is there's one and it's probably in D.C. If you wanted to be a real fucking pain in the balls for these people, you get in the car and you drive to D.C. and knock on their fucking door. Is that the only viable option at this point for her? Could be. I would hope not. Still fucking blows. You do what you assume is the right thing. You go to college, you get a degree, you get a job. Oh, hey, by the way, you owe us $200,000 literally for the rest of your life because this interest is going to just keep going up and up and up. And you'll never get caught up. You'll pay us tens of thousands of dollars over the course of your life. And never put a dent in the actual principal. Oh, that's exciting. That's great. Yet you have a ton of people saying, oh, I paid off my loans. I don't want anyone to be forgiven. Yes, I know. That's like saying, and I've mentioned this before, if suddenly a cure for cancer comes up, everybody that's ever had cancer or had someone who died from cancer will be like, well, that's not fair. Why do they get to have their cancer cured? Mine wasn't. Shut the fuck up. Stop being so fucking selfish. Um, I mentioned this the other day. I've listened to a ton of Bill Burr's podcast just because I have to take the train and shit. What the fuck was that? Somebody just made a noise in this room. Is it because I said Bill Burr? No, I thought it was my Amazon cube. Um, Bill Burr loves loves using the word cunt. <laughs> It is one of my favorites. But in mixed company, you have to bite your tongue, unfortunately. So, so yeah, fuck the phone robots. Just don't don't make things more difficult for people than it has to be. It, it just, I don't know. Again, I say this 17,000 times an episode. I just can't fucking wrap my head around it. That's what you should call your show. I just can't wrap my head around it. Thank you, Tito Santana. All right. It is everyone's favorite part of the show. The end and three gripes. Uh, Oh, I missed the part where it's as it is Friday. It is time for three gripes. Uh, Gripe number one. People who annoy barbers. Listen, barbers are the only group of people that you really should not anger. Case in point. Went to see my dear friend Ali, Tweed Barbershop, Washington Street, Boston, Mass. Go see him if you need a haircut. Just make sure that he's not mad or annoyed. So I went a couple weeks back, see Ali. He's annoyed with uh, the person who's manning the the, the front desk. I don't know who this gentleman is. I've only seen him, I think, a couple times. I'm not a fan of his either. <laughs> That's just me. I've been going, I've been seeing Ali for close to five years now. 
This was the first time that he was like visibly annoyed by something. So my appointment was for 530, which was not cool to begin with. Because uh, that doesn't 530 doesn't work for me. Not a not it, it's, you know, it's usually six o'clock on a Thursday. So it's 530 on a Thursday. I have to hurry out of work to get there. And I take a fucking $20 Uber ride to go more or less like three miles, which fucking annoying um i get a text from the guy who's man the desk and he's like oh ali's gonna be five to seven minutes late I'm like who the fuck says five to seven minutes late that's not real what the fuck is that so i i get to the barbershop at five minutes so 25 past five and again my appointment is for uh, 5.30. And Ali's just finishing up with somebody. So I'm thinking, oh, cool. All right, no problem. And then he says, David, you're, you're, let's go. You're next. You're next. I'm like, yeah. Hey, how are you? And then so the guy behind the desk is like, hey, Brian, how you doing? Like, in my direction. I'm looking at him like, who the fuck is Brian? Ali's like, no, this isn't Brian. This is David. And he's like, why, why are you taking David? Because Brian's not here. Brian's always late. So now Ali's saying to me, oh, this guy, Brian, always late, comes in late every time. Never fails. So then he starts getting into it with the dude behind the counter. They're, they're going at it. So then Ali comes back and he starts cutting my hair. I'm like, oh, fuck. He's not saying anything. Like, when Ali doesn't start with pleasantries, there's a problem. The last time was, you know, unfortunately, he found out that his brother-in-law had COVID. Like, he had pretty bad COVID. And he didn't talk, didn't say anything. Well, this time, now he's mad. So he'd be cutting my hair, and he's looking back, and he's talking to this dude. A couple times, he's like would stop cutting my hair and walk over to the guy and, and start talking to him. And then this Brian guy comes in as he's cutting my hair, as Ali's cutting my hair. And of course, uh, Brian's appointment was uh, 4.30. He shows up at fucking 20 minutes of 6. What the fuck is that crap? Like, get the fuck out of here, pal. Sorry, you have to wait longer. That's not how this works. I showed up on time. Go fuck yourself. Ali said nothing to me. Like halfway through the haircut, he's like, uh, David, how are you? I'm like, oof, probably better than you. And he, that's when he started. He's like, oh, this guy. Like, yada, 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 like, blah, blah, blah. There was, you know, Ali has an accent, and I can understand 98% of the shit that he says 98% of the time. I think I caught like four words here, and they were all curses. So word to the wise, if you encounter a barber who is going to cut your hair, but you know that said barber, or even stylist for that matter, or hairdresser, or whatever you want to fucking call these people, if they're at all angry, don't sit down in the chair. Give them time to settle down, have a drink of water, take a couple deep breaths, and then proceed with your haircut. Don't let them cut your hair in the middle of an argument because... 
you end up with one side of your fucking head looking visibly different than the other side of your fucking head. Not good. Gripe number two, Nick Cannon. Why does fucking Nick Cannon have 12 kids? How much fucking money does this guy have that he can raise 12 kids? And then, why do women keep fucking Nick Cannon? The only legitimate reason a woman at this point has to fuck Nick Cannon is because is that he is he has way more money than any of us think or that they desperately want to be pregnant because this dude's sperm must be fucking unbelievable. And of course like, you know, every woman he's with is 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 fucking absurdly hot. But, I mean, how many fucking vaginas is this guy going to destroy before he stopped? I don't see the appeal in Nick Cannon. Like, what was he, an actor? Uh, was he a musician? Of some, I don't even know. The only reason I know Nick Cannon is because he, he hosted a bunch of shows that I don't watch. And he was married to Mariah Carey at one point. That's how I know Nick Cannon. Maybe that's why women uh, end up with him, because they know that he can handle crazy. Maybe that's it. I don't know. Couldn't handle it that much. They got divorced, so who knows? This is really not a gripe. I'm just so, I'm just, I don't know. I don't get it. What can you do? Grape number three, custom exhaust work. Uh, hey, guy with the 1998 Honda Civic or the 2010 Ford Fusion or whatever, uh, no one cares really. Um, you paid way too much to make that stupid little shitbox sound like a fifth grader learning to play the trumpet. What is the fucking actual point of this? I need a thorough explanation on the point or the value of custom exhaust work that just makes your car sound fucking stupid. Worse yet, I need to know who the fuck is impressed by this. Other dudes that wasted the same amount of money on the same shit? Is that who you're trying to impress? It's as if these fucking people get off on driving around and annoying people with that fucking noise. It has to be the singular value there because it's a constant Maybe I just hate noise. Maybe that's it. I just can't stand noise. Like, I hate fucking motorcycles, and I hate custom exhaust work. These fucking cars, they're always fucking... Why are they always shitbox cars? They're not always shitbox cars, but I would say the vast majority of, of that noise that you hear... It's on a fucking Honda with 18 colors. That was dumb. That was terrible. 18 colors. What the fuck does that... What's that supposed to mean, David? <sighs> Boy. And, you know... You, one of the things I enjoy about winter is that the motorcycles aren't out. 
One of the few positives of winter is that there are no motorcycles. I fucking hate them. I hate them. I can't even say that I like hate the people that ride motorcycles because fuck, I don't fucking know. But again, I don't see the I don't see the fucking point. There are some that are nice, but give me the ones that are quiet. All right, I gotta fucking stop. This is a stupid show. It's a stupid show anyway. Um, if you happen to listen to this program, thank you so much. It is always appreciated. And I ask you nicely and kindly to please tell a friend. Just one. Tell a friend. Give them the uh, the voicemail line, 617-657-4736. They can call in with any complaint that they have. Just know that it's a three-minute maximum on the Google Voice line. I think we got Andrew one time with that uh, time limit as well, Heather, I think. But, you know, yeah, I don't know. I say you know, and I don't know. Uh, but as I mentioned previously, I'm going to be away for a bit. So um, these the shows for the next four weeks will probably be quite sporadic, uh, if at all. I am going to make it a point to do at least one or two, um, probably short things. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll talk about New Zealand while I'm there. Who knows? As I'm sniffling incessantly into the microphone. Um, but, you know, it is a, an absolute pleasure. And I'm, I'm unfortunately going to miss Thanksgiving. So I'm going to extend my Thanksgiving wishes uh, right now. So I hope you and your families enjoy your Thanksgiving. Hopefully you still have that family to be with on Thanksgiving. And um, I'm going to give thanks to uh, the two people, sometimes three or four people that listen to the program. It is so, um, it is just, it's awesome. It, it's funny to me, I might only have a few listeners really, but it's it's cool as hell that occasionally uh, people get some sort of joy listening to whatever kind of crap spills out of my fucking pie hole here. So... Um, yeah, I ask as always, though, please tell a friend, tell a friend to listen. Maybe I think I said this last year, maybe turn it on at Thanksgiving as you're all sitting around the table. Fire it up. <laughs> and then your grandmother can say, what is this shit? Not really. If your grandmother says that, that's pretty cool. I'm just rambling. All right, um, go to the Twitter page, at ComplaintsPod, the Instagram page, at ComplaintsPod. Uh, I do have a Facebook page, but fuck Facebook. I have a YouTube page that I don't do anything with. I have a Twitch channel that I can't figure out. I also have a TikTok page, at ComplaintsTalk, that I do nothing with. 617-657-4736. You can call in, leave a voicemail. What is on your mind? And that is all. Um, as always, thank you so much. Uh, tell your friends, tell your moms. As always, take care of yourself, take care of each other. Godspeed. Ta-ta.